Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Sing 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 a ding 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 sing 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 ding ding sing a ding sing sing a ding 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 sing 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 a ding 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 every night and every day. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. He is Alastair Tremblay Birchall, and this guy right over here, sitting to my front, is Andy James Matthews. Don't tell people my middle name. Oh, is that bad? Yeah, no. Apparently, uh, according to all the f- uh, young adult fantasy novels that I read about mm. dragons when I was growing up, if somebody knows your full true name, yeah. they have power over you in some way. I suppose they could, when when they're angry with you, they could sort of use your full name and you would feel a little bit in trouble. Feel in trouble. And yeah. also, I guess they can sign you up for some kind of like... Middle name. Service. Club. Order pizza to your house with your full name. Oh, that would be yeah. I yeah. guess I guess just using Andy Matthews wouldn't be enough. Mm. Yeah, but if they come there and they've got your middle name, it's official. Mm. It's legally binding. Should I tell people your birthday? <laughs> no, you're, actually, you're, you're actually quite lucky, Andy, that I'm not a hundred percent sure. <laughs> so, Alistair, I'm also unsure about when your birthday is. That's really good. So it's, look, I think we don't need to do that because you know it occurred to me the other day, guys don't really buy each other presents that much. No, no. Like, I guess when you're children, right? Yeah, but that's still your parents doing it. Oh, definitely, no question. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, yeah, it's your parents, and then you realize that you don't need to buy people presents. That's right. <laughs> and look, there's not that much that I actually believe that there's a gender divide, right? <laughs> but come on. I, I don't need a present. At the mm. moment, I'm having so much trouble for, you know, like, like you, you, get it, you get yourself into a Kris Kringle, in a, like a family Kris Kringle, so that you, you're not oh, buying man. presents for everybody, yeah. and also so not everybody's buying presents for you. Yep, yep, yep. I can't think of one thing that I want. That for is, yourself. For myself that is under $50 to tell them so that they can just buy it for me. Wow! Because I don't. What do you? What would you want? What could we possibly? What is there that and, I could and possibly like, want? Let's let's be realistic, right? What are the things that in a modern first world country that you that somebody doesn't already have that you can get them for for less than like ten thousand dollars? Yeah. Right. T two. You can go get them some fancy tea from T two. Fancy tea. But K two. Let's. You can buy them a <laughs> small trip. To to the second biggest mountain. In, A2, yeah. you can get them a large sheet of paper. <laughs> B2, you can get them one of, of the, the bananas and pajamas. Bananas pajamas. Z2, and, you can get them a BMW convertible mm-hmm, roadster. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's, that is everything. Mm. That is everything. Uh, and, um, yeah. No, there's, there's, there's no point pretending yeah. you know, that there's anything that we want because we don't actually 
even those things that we listed, people don't really want those things. I think we say we want those things. Well, I mean, I think, yeah. I think maybe in a post-apocalyptic kind of scenario, the Roadster would be useful until it runs out of petrol. Right. And then after that, after you... So do you eat the rubber after you've eaten all the rubber <laughs> to survive? Um, you know, but but beyond that, mm. what are you going to do? Mm. Sell scrap metal? Yes. What about this, Alistair? It's a post-apocalyptic Chris Kringle. Okay. Right. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's it's. Uh, you know how like with Chris Kringle, you have like a, you know less than twelve dollars or whatever the the yeah. limit is, right? This one, it's anything that you can get without having to murder one more than one person or walk fifty miles. Yeah, and it's a so, good and it's a good idea as well because we're like, look, not everybody is going to have the strength to get more <laughs> <laughs> to get more than one present. Yeah. Um, also, there just aren't that many objects left. Turns out that the apocalypse destroyed most objects. Yeah, that's right. So you know, we have sort of, you know, we have thick air. Where you know a lot of the things that burned are kind of, I guess they still kind of are with us. I guess in in the air and in our lungs, <laughs> in a, yeah, in <laughs> vapor form, in vapor form, um, um, and smog. Is it, you'd, you'd open your your little packet and you'd be like, oh, it's a severed human hand. <laughs> <laughs> I already have one of these, but I don't want to say anything. Mm. I've already got several. Totally, yeah. You'd, I guess you'd put it in your. In your sort of salt bag where you kind of keep all your... Right, all your, your meats. Your, your sort of random meats. You go, oh, well, look, I'm not sure if I'm going to get through this. I think, you know, because you can't tell how diseased mm. it is. Whether or not it's preserved doesn't matter. It's like if it, if it has um, the grey plague, which is going around at yeah, the moment. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you keep or it. Or screaming it, warts. Screaming warts is... Oh, my God. Imagine if you walked around and you just saw somebody with warts that were just going... Yeah, because, like, it's bad enough to have a disease that's unsightly, but to have a disease that's unheardly, unlistenly. Yeah. That's, um, wow. Look, I think that there's... Um, Post-apocalyptic Chris Kringle's good. I mean, as soon as you named it, we knew that it was a, a sketch it. idea. That's, that's how you know. I gave it its full name as well, which means we have power over it. Um, is there something in, like, that... Okay, I know mm. we talk about cannibalism a, a disturbingly large amount. Do we? Yes. Oh, okay. Every second sketch, Alistair, is an eating your fellow man sketch. Sure, sure. But uh, you know how, like, you're in a desperate situation, right? Yeah. Your plane's crashed on a deserted mm-hmm. island. There's yep. a few survivors, mm-hmm. right? And obviously eating people is a last resort, right? Yeah. But before you get to the last resort, right, there'd be a period in which, like, it just would be prudent to prepare for the fact that you're going to get to the last resort, right? Like, you can see where things are going. Sure. You're not at the point of eating people yet, right? But you mm-hmm. are at the point of realising that you're going to get to the point of eating people. Yeah. Where... You want to be honest with each other. Y- well, or at least... With yourself. With yourself. And you just want to be prepared for that, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, would you at that point start to, you know, without, you're not not ready to eat people. You're not going to eat people, right? But would you start to lay the groundwork such that when you are ready to eat people, Mm -hmm. it's a bit more pleasant, it's a bit, you know, 
dare I say, even enjoyable. Because why can't like you're yeah. doing the unthinkable, but why can't you just have a nice time? And right? this could be one of your last actions ever. You know, one of your exactly right. So why not have a bit of fun with it, right? So you know, you you, you can see see where things are going. Mm-hmm. Why not encourage people to rub coconut oil into their skin? Sure. Yeah, you know? I see. Yeah, yeah. Um, get them to lay on a fire. Sure. <laughs> 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 uh, no, but I mean, you know, if they were laying on a fire, not like, not a really hot fire. Right, okay, sure. But like one that, you know, in a week or so, they would be so tender This and is stringy. interesting. So it's like a slow-cooked thing, okay? Yeah. Because, you know, those, those slow-cooked meals, right, mm. if they're a nightmare because... Say you want to cook some silver side, right? You've got to put it in the crock pot yeah. like 12 hours before or yeah. whatever. Nobody ever thinks that far ahead, yeah. right? But, you know, and because you're not hungry now, right? You're going to want that food later on, so yeah. you want it in a short period of time. Mm-hmm. So on this desert island, you're not at the desperate point of eating human flesh right now. Yeah. But if you're smart about it and you're thinking ahead, you'll get your friend Alex to lay down onto the smouldering coals today yeah. so that in a week's time when you are ready to eat flesh, it'll be ready. Yeah, and maybe, maybe like, you know, it'll be hard to convince him to lay into, mm. like, a fire. But if, let's say, while he was out looking for berries or something like that, yeah. you sort of built the sand up a little bit around his tent. Yep. You know, or, or his sort of his lodging of some sort, his... Mm-hmm. Um, his wood plank, <laughs> like that. Maybe you've started, you've, you've sort of built and smoldered a kind of a fire underneath him. Right, so that yeah. There's kind of one of those ones that's kind of just, just a, like a hungy, or like a yeah. sort of an underground uh, oven that's sort of slowly cooked. So so that while, when he goes to bed, he thinks it's warm, but it's a de- desert island, right? Yeah, everything's warm. Everything's warm, right? So he's, you know, he's slowly kind of just cooking and, and, and mm. you know, I guess that's probably bringing the juices out. I think that's something you want, you know, in both, in both you know, lovers and in <laughs> meats and in friends, right? Um, and in uh, um, a, a juicer. In a juicer, yeah, absolutely. You want that to bring the juices out. Um, or just one juice. Or uh, maybe a, a waiter mm. at a... Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's at true. At a, a children's birthday mm-hmm. party. Yep. Or? Yes. Uh, Actually, I guess the bailiff at an O.J. Simpson trial. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Andy, because I didn't... I like that he's bringing more than one juice. I know. Yeah. It really is an O.J. Simpson's trial. Yeah. Well, that's right. The, um, I mean, imagine if it was... It's the movie Attack of the Clones. Yes. But the clones are clones of O.J. Simpson. And it's not an attack, it's a trial. It's a trial. Well, it's it's an attack that led to a trial. Do you think that we could get justice on O.J. Simpson if we cloned him and then put the clone up for trial? Because you can't try the same person for the same crime twice. Mm, but you can try it, their clone. Well, it's not technically the same person, right? Mm, that's true, yeah. And also, but then the same person is still just getting away with... Right. That, that I mean, that seems like a real easy way out of... <laughs> 
it's, 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 it's hard to argue that justice has been done. Yeah. If you've just got somebody who looks a lot like that person I mean, and put I guess, them in prison. I guess it's still justice still still being served. Right. Like you're serving justice. Yes. But the person who 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 committed the crime isn't being served. Or mm, isn't. It's not being served to the person who yeah, ordered it. That's right. I um, mean, you know, juice is being served if I just bring out like a, you know, a random Tropicana juice and take it to any person in the restaurant. Right. But, but to actually get it to the right person, you know, that, that does require, uh, you know, listening to the order, remembering mm. their face um, and then delivering it to them. Can we have uh, a, a, whatever, whatever this ends up being, can the tagline for a co- the cop show that's somehow connected to it be... <laughs> Uh, they don't serve justice; they deliver it, right? And yeah. it's uh, it's like a Deliveroo. It's a Deliveroo, but for justice. <laughs> what's in what's in the what's in their sort of their bag that keeps the food warm? A uh, severed head of a family <laughs> member. Yeah, it's it's harsh justice. It's I, mob look, justice. I mean, I think the idea that that um, mob like even mobs and things like that are finding. Ways around um, mm. sort of uh, labor laws, mm. so that they because mm. I guess it's the gig to, economy. It's the gig yeah. economy. They don't they don't want to have to pay the because I think when you get a mobster in to your crime gang, yes, they kind of become a part of your family. I assume you have to pay them. I guess pretty well, right? What are like how do you yeah. get paid? What, what, what is, is the, the arrangement? Was it that? fortnightly? What is it direct? Yeah. Is it just kind bank of bank deposit or is it just random cash in the hand? Yeah, random cash in the hand system. Yeah. I guess Under the table, I guess, over the table. I guess that's the value of having a like a sort of a legitimate le- legitimate front mm. is that you know to launder your money through because then payroll. Well, it's HR. payroll, and yeah, and, and and in a way for you as the the, the sort of the the crime underling. Yes. Uh, there is some security. Is the security? Yeah, in that in that you're still <laughs> within the system, mm-hmm. even though the money's coming from a dark and dank place. Yeah, dark and dank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's nice because I mean, you don't want to leave it all. It's, you don't want it to be the wild west. No. No. <laughs> Your lip just—you just got stuck to the t- top of your dry tooth for a second, and then just started to. <laughs> as your smile faded, you—you. I had a snarl. Did I have a bit of a snarl? Well, kind of, but but it wasn't—it was un, wasn't on purpose. But it was just a part of your lip started to curl under your <laughs> under your lip. <laughs> Andy, it was really great. Yeah, that, that is that is great, and uh, I, I hope the audience got as much out of it as uh, you did. You know that thing where you like dry all your top teeth. Mm-hmm. You dry all your top teeth so that you can make look like a, like a chipmunk. Mm. Well, you were getting a half chipmunk. Yeah, right. you've gotten really serious about this, Andy, and I apologize. <laughs> no, I'm trying to move on because I I don't want us to lose the actual sketch momentum here. Yeah, stand, okay. Right? Yeah, okay. We had a few. Is, things. is there something that can be done with like mobster HR? Yeah. Right. Where there is like a system, a quite like a structured system mm-hmm. of human resources within a gangland organization, yeah. right? That while still entirely being based around like beatings and, mm-hmm. um, you know, extortion yeah. and thuggery and murder, yeah. still has the this, this sort of the essential framework of the of the of 
of, of a traditional HR procedure, right? So they're like, sure. you know, the equivalence of complaints procedures and um, quarterly reviews and self-assessments mm. and that sort of a thing. I guess a lot of the most successful crime families would have that. Yeah. And I think you probably need even more mediation than a regular office because it is family. Right. And, you know, and things can get murky. Things can get murky. People can get emotional. Mm-hmm. You know, they have a long history together. Yeah. You know, you're fighting about something. You're not really fighting about, you know, cutting off J- Johnny Johnny three, three, three fingers, three, three fingers uh, third finger. Third, fi- third <laughs> finger. What you're arguing about is that, you know, Marcus got more Christmas presents than that's you right. in 1996. He was hugged more yeah. as a child. Yeah. Right? And that's why having these structures and having Janine take responsibility for HR is going to give mm. us all the certainty and the comfort to be able to bring things forward to, you know, mm-hmm. anything that's on our minds. Because we recognise that within any organisation, the greatest value is your, is your people. Yeah, right? is, absolutely. Is the knowledge that's embodied in those people. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to lose people. We think retaining talent is crucial to the success of the uh, Nosferatu gang. Again, the Nosferatu gang. The gang. Is there a gang that's based on the, the vampire? Yes. Yeah, great. Yeah, no, there there actually is. There actually is? No. Great. Um so look, I've I've already written down I've written down mobster HR. Great. Um because I think that's good. And I think the idea and I think this could still just be tied in within this. But the idea of having that kind of business structure but then also you know, obviously being a little bit tired with having to to kill sort of low end henchmen that see too much mm. and, and but you that can't trust enough and things like that. So developing an app, yes, uh, you know, which is like a gig economy kind of. I delivery. think we might have already done Uber for hitmen. Have we on the on the podcast? Yeah. It rings a bell to me. Well, this is is look. This will be similar, uh, but but in that. You are just getting a bunch of a guy on a bike, maybe dressed up in sort of turquoise or something like that, comes into a house. They hand them a little paper bag, mm. and in it is a severed head or something. Yeah. And then they get him to to deliver the justice to you know Big Bird Charlie, yeah. right? uh, who lives across town. Um, and that way, you never because he they they never know anything really. These people, they're just you know they're just responding to. Signals Absolutely. on the app. Well, well, and also it's kind of like Uber, mm. right? Is uh, is well, when it started in Victoria, it was technically illegal, yeah, right? But it's so popular, it's so convenient that yeah. the government sort of ter- turns a blind eye, and we don't want to prosecute the individual people driving the Ubers and that sort of thing because that's all a bit murky. And then with time, the Uber organization is able to bring political sway and influence and. It's legalized, so yeah. I think that this sort of thing could just start up, and you know, of course, yeah, it's just it's just a platform, you know, and the yeah. individual things that happen on the platform aren't necessarily the responsibility. Yeah, and I think it'll be able to fly under the radar for a long time, especially people who are just delivering toes mm. and sort of things like that. I think it's when you get right. you know when you get into some more torsoy kind of the like torso, legs sure. and things like that <laughs> that it kind of gets more, or you know, or the heads of sort of other animals. You know, I think right. that's the problem. Is that I think once you're once you're on a bike and you need one of those sort of like kid trolleys so you can deliver a horse's head yeah. or a horse's two front legs or something. You got like, like that. a moose antler strapped yeah. to your back. Yeah, exactly. I think then people will start to notice. But as long as you keep it to sort of low end limbs, 
Yep. I'm talking your toes. I'm talking, you know, just all the hair off somebody's back. Yeah. Um, which hair hair is kind of like a limb, right? It's just a... It's just like a lot of very like, immobile... Yeah. Limits. 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 Um, uh, this is mostly a Parnell step, but yep. uh, uh, revenge is a dish best served cold. So I think mm-hmm. that uh, whoever is delivering the heads would have to have like chilled backpacks or something, so of that course, yeah. your revenge will be delivered cold or your money's back. That's good because I mean that would be the opposite to a lot of these delivery companies that actually do deliver your stuff cold. Yes, um, but you don't want it. Right. I mean, I guess you would just you could just either use the same system or maybe people are complaining that that the heads are arriving lukewarm. Is there no? <laughs> I think I was just about to invent taxis. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, is there, you know how you can get like food from a restaurant delivered to your house? Mm. What about something that delivers you to the restaurant? <laughs> yeah, that's good. Look, I did that once when I was, you know, I was like, I was taking a bath and I was enjoying like using a bucket to sort of like pour the water over <laughs> me. <laughs> And I was like, oh, it'd be great if there was just a system for delivering the water so it's always pouring over me. And then I invented the shower. (laughs) And you've gone on to make a lot of money from that. Do you think anyone's patented the shower? Do you think it's too late for us to patent the shower? I think, yeah, I think it's kind of like one of those things like happy birthday. Like they, Mm. uh, nobody had thought of doing it until. Do you think, what about, uh, 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 w- touching, touching your own arm. Arm, yeah. Or is that? You, yeah, yeah. I, no, I don't know if anybody has patented that. Is that, is that uh, copyrighted? That. Yeah. Yeah. What about like having keeping your nostrils open? Is that is that something? Is that somebody we... patented? Can we patent that? <laughs> is that? I think keeping your nostrils open dot com is that is that a domain would... name that's available? <laughs> I mean, I guess you could. You could just go into a patent office. Yeah. And just start, just start running listing into, things. Yeah, you just go. <laughs> And then, what about yeah, uh, and just sit with the like you know they, they like that's their job they've got yeah. to s- sit through this you go get the lawyer here because you're going to be asking him a lot of questions too. <laughs> what about um, ordering fish and then remembering that you're a vegetarian? Is that is, is that, that something? Is that is that, is that patented? Can I do that? Yeah, but I think people are trying to actively avoid that. Oh, all right. So, um, what like, about? But I think could you then go into the patent office and go look? I want to patent something that everybody does. But nobody's thought about patenting, and that people will have to pay me when they do that, no, that thing yeah, normally yeah. in their lives. Well, what, here's an even better idea: mm. go into the patent office and say, "I would like to patent the idea of patenting something that people do in their regular lives." Oh, I see, that's good. Right, and then whenever somebody comes in to patent one of those things, mm. they're actually infringing on your patent. That's nice. And uh, they have to pay for you. They have to pay every time they do it. Yeah, and then hopefully every time, you know, I think maybe if you also. Uh, you know, if you also patent the idea of getting paid by people for for doing that, then every time they get paid, you get paid. Yes. <laughs> you know, that's nice. That's not a sketch, though, is it? Or, I mean, I think somebody just listing stuff at the patent office, I find quite funny. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I imagine the character would be played by you, Alistair. You think so? Yep. I imagine uh, they're, you know, a little bit uh, dim-witted. But okay, uh, I'll see if I can if I can get that character down. But I'll try. Great. Um, sure. I was just my head was just going to a weird place where I couldn't figure out just then, right? 
oh, this is not even worth saying, but uh, this is the in my mind, I was driving on the left side, the left side of the road, right, in my mind, and then I couldn't figure out how you turn right. <laughs> Just then I was like, my brain was thinking about that, and then I couldn't figure out how you can turn right when you drive on the left-hand side of the road. Alistair, well, that is incredible. Yeah. That not only that you were so far off the, what the topic of conversation was, yeah. like, in your head, but, yeah, all right. So, anyway, I think I could, I can play that dim-witted character you were referring to. <laughs> mm. it, seems, it seems that you were already deep in it. What was the patent that we were trying to refer to when we started going to this patent office? Um, was it something to do with uh, the shower? Oh yeah, patent in the shower, patent in yeah they have um, yeah. yeah okay. So like this guy goes in, he's just like so, and so all he's doing is is he's just going until they he finds something that hasn't been patented. Yeah, and then he goes yeah that yeah that I'll invent that. <laughs> all right. Well, what about like the stapler? And then and then, <laughs> and then the person will be like, well that'll be five hundred dollars. He's like, no, nah, forget it. Can I collect some of the money that I'll get? <laughs> Can I'm I having this patent now. Can I get an advance? Yeah. Can I patent the idea of not having five hundred dollars? <laughs> um, yes, that'll be five hundred dollars. Look, let's just write it down. Yeah, sure. Now, here's here's the, here's the thing that hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's an idea that seems like it could be quite us, Alistair. So you know yeah. how there's tantric sex, right? And I realise yes. this, this isn't very topical. You know, I realise tantric sex as a comic device was probably probably peaked in the early 90s when Sting was doing it and it was all very mm. now and in, and right? They did it in the second American Pie movie, I think. Did they? I think so. There's that the guy, the guy who had sex with Stifler's mom. He oh, became right. a tantric sex guy. Yeah, was he the nerdy one or something? No, no, you're thinking of the Shermanator. Oh, right. Yeah. He ended up with Shannon Elizabeth. Yeah, that's yeah. right, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but just, and look, tell me if this is just too stupid, Alistair, mm-hmm. but just tantric other things, right? Yeah. So, like, tantric... Eating a sandwich or tantric. You're going to hate this, Andy. But t- tantra is a, is a philosophy that doesn't involve just sex. It, I think it is about the enjoyment of things and being within in, in the moment. And uh, it is a whole philosophy. And so the idea of tantric eating a sandwich is very much a core phenomenon within a tantra, I believe. Okay. But I think it's also mostly like you just get people over to your house so you can have sex with them so you can teach them about Tantra. And yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm For I'm really, a really long time. A really long time. Yeah. What? It, it feels like a scam. Look, I think anything where you're ending up 
running like one-on-one classes or like mm. classes with couples or a few people. Um, you know, I don't want to say that they're all just schemes to end up having sex with people's girlfriends. <laughs> but I think in, in a lot of, you know, magic, I think like people who believe in real magic, you know, mm. and they get like some guy who claims to be a warlock over to their house yeah, to teach them. Yeah. It's how just to, some pervert. It's just a guy who's going to try and have sex with your girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, you've you've literally welcomed some demon into your house or a guy who claims, you know, who has some connections hey. to demons into your house. And, uh, and then he'll, I guess, put the moves on your girlfriend. I guess that's the real magic trick. That is, yeah. yeah. It, oh, look, I made... No. Nah. All right, there's nothing. There. <laughs> <laughs> you just didn't want to say some awful thing. I didn't really. I like. I, I, there was no. I had. No, I, I had no part of the head that I mm. felt comfortable walking down, Alistair. No part of the head you could walk down. No parts of head. Oh, all, no. all part of my head. Yeah. Um. Right. Uh, what about this? It's the opposite of tantric sex. Yeah. It's a guy who's running courses in frantic sex. Frantic sex. <laughs> no frantic. Frantic sex. Yeah, great. <laughs> and it's over real quick. Yeah. It's like, bam. Like that, and so, blink of an eye. Um, and so it's like it, like it never happened. Yeah, and and he is getting people around to his house to do it. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what you do if you like. <laughs> you all have a lot of coffee, and <laughs> you put on some really, uh, really sort of. Uh, put on some coffee. <laughs> I don't know. You have a lot of coffee, you and put then on you, some drum and bass. Yeah, or mariachi <laughs> music. <laughs> Oh, that'd be great. And then, and then I guess it's it's it would be over very quick. And then he's like, "You guys want to play some video games?" Look, Andy, I do I do actually like that a lot. Yeah, and because I think I think the idea of of such in first of all the i think i think i've started becoming in, in love with the idea of these informal courses where mm. it's something that you respond to either in a newsletter like you know it's a classified in a newsletter or it's or pinned in up in a cafe on a wall it's pinned a little up in bit a of cafe paper. it's it's on one like it's on your uh you know like a gum tree or or a craigslist kind of scenario mm. things like that places where you know that's not where you should be meeting people and lear- learning things from. People who know things don't advertise things there. I don't think. Yes. <laughs> I think yeah. I think maybe it's like it's learning outside of any kind of official structural context. You know, like there's no school involved. There's no third party building, right? You're just going to somebody's house, and you know, and then they're teaching you something. Here's a real, real basic little thing for that now. And it's it, it's not even a sketch; it's barely even a still image, but it's a it's a sign like that with the little tear off ships strips at the bottom with phone numbers, mm. and it's stuck to a pole or it's in a cafe or something, and it just says uh, "Digital Marketing and Search Engine Optimization Course." <laughs> Call Dave, and it's got his phone number down the bottom. <laughs> I think that's really good. Sorry, I didn't. Cl- it wasn't clear to me why that was. I already thought it was just funny that a oh, guy thanks. was advertising. <laughs> Was advertising that? Well, then, the then fact, it is. Yeah. Oh, well, that was the joke. Yeah, I know, but but then the fact that he's not using uh, yeah, online. Thing. Uh, but I think the people who really would need the uh, those those courses. 
uh, people who aren't. That is interesting. Yeah. yeah, in a way, how do you appeal to people who need digital marketing services but mm. don't know anything about digital marketing? Don't Skywriting? Know. Yeah, exactly. Because because also you want to keep them away from all the online resources that could help them. Mm. You know, there's probably about a thousand top ten tips yeah. lists. You know, yeah. on. on on people's blogs who are trying to drive traffic to their ebook or something like that, you know, on on, on these things. So uh, that would probably be the best way. Um, is, it, is, is it like, but is there like a way that we can take that further then? Like what's the most like, like digital new web thing that could be advertised in that way or like, like done in that way? I guess, you know, search engine optimization obviously is like the... Mm ultimate of that but i'm thinking like something to do with cryptocurrency or yeah yeah uh social media kind of oh wait no like something new yeah um uh, but like so wait but but what is the joke that we're looking for i like, don't i don't even know no. i've got the, the the tiniest tail edge of it or something but like something like it like it like an instagram influencer or something mm. but doesn't doesn't matter. I think I I'm just trying to picture like, and I'm taking this this back. But it's kind of, look. I haven't seen any of the Nathan for you, mm. right? Um, but so we're not copying it. We're not copying. I it. mean, we know exactly what it is, and we've watched clips and stuff, and we've seen the. I've seen I've seen more interviews with him on t- late night talk shows than I have seen of his show. Yeah, I think I saw a preview for the first season where some machine was tied to his to his pants and it was going to pull down a thing if he didn't answer a thing in time and expose him to a bunch of kids. Oh my god. <laughs> he was going to commit uh, he was going to commit a crime if he didn't something didn't get done in time. Oh my god. Yeah. Um but <laughs> but I think I think he he involves helping people with their businesses. Okay. Yeah. I like the idea of like I don't know how you would get people to sign up but sign off on this but you would you get people to come to your house mm. for a course, and it's probably yep. a course in something that you may know nothing about. Yeah, but it's a couples thing, so at least this is like people kind of feel safe, at least to a certain extent. They have yes. each other, but you can film it. It's kind of candid, right? But then you are teaching them. It's either like a couples therapy thing, or it's some weird sex thing. Maybe it's a magic sex thing. Right, how to bring magic into your life? Actual magic. Yeah. Right. Any of those things. Yeah, and then. I mean, look, I think that would be so much fun to, like, film these kinds of things where you're, um, all right, you, 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 you put an ad, say, uh, become become a demon or goddess in the, in the sack uh, <laughs> yeah. using real magic. Yeah. Uh, Warlock, uh, Martin Scrilelli. I was almost using the name of the, the, the pharma dude somehow. Pharma bro. Pharma bro. That's not what I meant to do. I Like, you know, so... Kevin Gorchak yeah. will teach you uh, real magic uh, and how to, you know, using some... Uh, Command uh, the forces of time and space. Yeah. Um, uh, render uh, death obsolete. And consecrate your very own daggers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, but it's, it, and then do we see him walking around in his robe around the streets taping these little signs to poles? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's wearing like a very, quite a shimmery cape. <laughs> no, he's just like it looks like a normal guy. And he's charging what, like five, ten bucks a, a lesson yeah, or something. Yeah, I think, I think yeah, fifteen bucks, fifteen bucks an hour. <laughs> he's not even valuing his own time, <laughs> right? And then, and then, uh, couples only. 
Um, no, you know, and maybe, maybe there's a thing in there where he's like, look, I don't want, I can't be alone with people. I don't want to have any more accusations where, (laughs) you know, and so I need, I need a witness there at all times. (laughs) Anyway. And so then, then you actually film people coming in and you, and you teach them to, so you, Mm. maybe you ask them what they would like to do. (laughs) Yeah. Like if they, if there's any aspect of magic that they'd like to do. I mean, I guess you could do that. You could. For the sake of simplicity right now, we could just – we could completely fictionalize this and not have any real people in. Mm. And so then you ask people uh, what they want to do and so they're like, well, um, well, she's really into fairies. So we kind of would – we're thinking about like maybe we'd like to uh, – Commune with a fairy. Co- commune with a fairy while – you know, and, and maybe get her – like like she says that we could she, – she'd be happy to bring a third person into our, our sort of sexual intercourse but only if they were a fairy. <laughs> And so uh, we were thinking about seeing fine if we can uh, summon a fairy from the, uh, the sort of seventh dimension of heaven, or yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I I I personally find just the idea that this guy is so pathetic the funniest yeah. part of it, and I think it might even be like better if he he actually we see that he actually can do ma- magic as well, like once. He gets these people's house or these people get to his house or something. Yeah. He'll, like, turn their cat into a frog or something like that or levitate a banana. But then he's only doing it because he's just, like... And then he's like, you got any food or cornflakes or anything? <laughs> like, uh, yeah. can uh, I, I have 15 bucks because I've got to pay for my internet? I think his powers need to be more miraculous than le- levitation if he if he does have actual powers. Like okay, I think sure. I think maybe he can like you know create a sort of like a a vortex. Yeah, thing. like a wall portal of fire. Mm. Uh, you know, and that that maybe he can you know he can invite the eleven demons of you know of of, of San San Marichano. Yep, right. <laughs> into um, to sort of uh, you know uh, build the slime lord into uh, you know. Uh, back into his original form. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all of that I'm totally on board. You know. Yeah, um, but but then at the same time he's he's can't work anything out and is just pathetic. He and has all then the power. People find him quite annoying as well. I think. I guess that's the problem is that there's no real world application for this other than sort of like attempting global domination. Interesting. So now is he like driving an Uber or something? Like is it like one of those people who's got a degree in engineering from the University of Tehran and they come to Australia and now they can't get a job? He is a genuine warlock Mm. from uh, Hades Annexi, right? And he... But but that... it's very hard to get those skills recognized yeah. in Australia, and now he is just trying to well, you know, know, run and, some courses. Yeah, and, and he sort of, you know, he's he's just he's back from from you know he's back from the other the other side. Yeah, but he grew up in Mount, Mount Ira or something like that, and he uh, and, and 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 he's sort of back living with his parents, and he's just trying to get some money together. Yeah, because I mean, uh, you know, like. <laughs> Outside of you know like the huge effort of trying to global mm. you know do global domination, mm. then he's just he's he's his skills have no real world application other exactly. than potentially getting him a little bit of money here and there. Yeah, uh, you know, and obviously he doesn't want to be seen as a national threat. Does he do children's parties? 
He could do children's Can parties. Can he summon the seven demons to rebuild the Slime Lord at a at a first-year-old's birthday Absolutely, party? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I mean, and he can try to bring some of the the, the lesser terrifying cr- creatures out. You yeah. know, he could use, you know, a couple of, like, you know, clay golems, but they mm. end up sort of doing battle and sort of, you know, knocking yeah. over the table with all the fairy bread and things like yeah, that. Yeah, and then he gets in trouble with the, uh, the lady of the house, the mother of the yeah. first-year-old, and she's not going to pay him, and then he just has to go away. And so then that's that's why now he just kind of s- sticks to sort of sex, uh, sort of you know sort of sex magic, sort of sex spells that you can do, yeah. Um, where you can either, you know, maybe just even briefly, uh, you know, see what what it's like to you know be in the the, the pits of hell uh, momentarily and um, in a sex spell. Is well, that a sex spell? Well, this one could be. You know, it could be like right. a you know it's like a fusion spell of some sort where. You, you you become uh, you know maybe a, 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 a like a six tentacled squid penis. Yeah, there you go. That can survive in the sort of the fiery waters of um, of uh, uh, Beelzebub's uh, sort of you know bathtub or something like that. <laughs> I think this guy's definitely a sketch. Have you uh, written him down? Yeah, I've got warlock sex magic guru. Yeah, great. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why I had to put magic and warlock there, but um. I think it's good to specify. Andy, is this is this an episode? Yeah. Absolutely. Did you have another ep- uh, another idea you wanted to go to before we? Uh... Not really. No. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for my my enthusiasm for the for the warlock. I, look, I I, think, I I love it. Al. Yeah, I think he's a good idea. Yeah. I don't know if I if I nailed him. Well, I I, 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 think, if... I feel like you and I both have slightly different focuses for that character. Yeah. We'll both go away. We'll both make the sketch, mm. right? I'm going to cast you as my warlock. Well, I'm going to cast you as my warlock. Okay, great. Yeah, great. And then we'll <laughs> force the other one to film our vision of the sketch. Great. And then we'll come back and we'll see whoever's is funniest. Okay. And um... but don't you tr- start acting in your vision of my of the sketch. I'm gonna I'm gonna act really badly in your vision of the sketch oh, no. to make yours less good. All right, I'm gonna act really good in yours to make you feel bad for acting bad in mine. Alistair, I'll take that. Yeah, great. As long as I win the argument. All right. And so you didn't write down any more sketch ideas on your paper? No, I've got the word Sisyphus written down here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that video of the um, the squirrel trying to bury a nut in the fur of a dog? No. Oh, well, it's quite funny. Yeah. Anyway, I wanted to do something with Sisyphus in that, but it doesn't matter. What if Sisyphus, the ball that he was rolling up, was a snowball, and they kept getting bigger? Wow. See, that's interesting, because really, the the the, the myth of Sisyphus is supposed to teach us about the, uh, the hell that is repetition mm. and struggle mm. without ever achieving success. Yeah. Right? But if the task instead of just being consistently hard and never-ending, actually became harder and harder and more difficult. Yeah. Yeah, well, then we got some... We, we, I think, I believe we've also in the past had a sketch about the amount of paperwork that Sisyphus had to do. He had to do a whole lot of OH&S stuff beforehand. Yeah, right. So, and that was the real hell. But I guess the the um, the thing with the snowball is that mm. he would also be getting, like, more and more ripped, you know, like he right. would get stronger so he'd and stronger. Look, look good. He, well, he'd look good, but also there'd be a feeling of achievement. Like every time he gets the ball to the top, even though it rolls back down and gets bigger, he still is. He's changed. He's changing, and his like the sense of achievement, you know, is is changing. Maybe the <clears> dread <throat> is also getting larger because it's probably getting bigger at a bigger, at a quicker rate. But also, you you know, like in that hellscape, 
like I just picture a lot of darkness, a lot of kind of dirt and、mm. things like that. But I picture the temperature and the weather to be actually quite nice. It's quite mild, isn't it? Yeah, it's like I picture it to be like this is like a kind of like a nice like balmy day. Yeah, if it was if it was humid and and sweaty, that'd be that'd be no good. Yeah, but if there's、that'd、snow, if there's snow,、mm. you know, then then it's yeah, because you never picture it being winter there. So if、no. there's snow, I guess it's cold. You know, which、yes. I guess that would be bad, but I guess that's not really hell. Anyway, good to chat.、Um, uh, Quite fun take... to watch it roll down. I used to love rolling rocks down hills. Oh, absolutely! Kid, you roll them down. There's some bushes down the bottom, and you hear them all go crunch, crunch as the big rock Look, rolls into it. In terms of like the difference between him and heaven, where you're like you could do anything you want. I think his at the moment seems the more. It's not so bad. Yeah, I am. Is it? Do you ever get terrified about a different life you could have? Like, I never threw rocks off an off an overpass and、mm. passing cars, but you, you hear stories about kids who do that, right, and kill someone by、mm. mistake. And I'm constantly worried that I could have been one of those kids, even though I wasn't. Yeah. But I don't see any reason why I wasn't. Like, I definitely could have been.、Yeah. I love throwing rocks off things, and I didn't understand consequences. Yeah, and I do love overpasses. And I, I love, love overpasses. I I think. Maybe like the 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 key there is to just love spitting off of overpasses. Right, to love spitting more than you love rocks. Well, I think it 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 fills that void. It fills、mm-hmm. that rock throwing void. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, just something yeah, to think yeah, about. Yeah. There you go. You know, All right. That's what saved me. I think. Take us through this, Al. We got post-apocalyptic、uh, Chris Kringle, and、uh, also before when you're talking about the last resort,、uh, like that's the next one. But yeah. I mean that would be a great name for a resort where you could do、Fantastic. horrible things to each other. <laughs>、uh, so we got the post-apocalyptic Chris Kringle. You, it's, you've just got to get something for one of your one of your troop,、um, but you know you can't kill more than one person to get it, and you know yeah, because、yeah, a lot of people don't have the strength to yeah. Yeah, and、uh, not all of us have the strength to murder twelve men, Alec. Yeah. Uh, then we got preparing a friend for eating them. So this is in a post-apocalyptic kind of scenario,、mm. where、uh, or, or or a desert island kind. Of, no, this yeah, is more、yeah. a d- desert island scenario. Sorry,、um, where look, it's not, it's definitely not come to eating your friends kind of、yeah. scenario, but it could be coming, and maybe you could be doing something. Well, to, it's inevitable, right? You can see it. Yeah, and I think maybe sort of. Starting to treat your friend like you would treat a like a like a Kobe cow,、mm. <laughs> like that. Start massaging them a lot, you know, feeding them little bits of beer instead of. Right, I don't want to eat you,、mm. but I probably will have to. Yeah, and there's no reason why I shouldn't enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. As as much as possible, right? Well, I mean, you could even say this to your friend, which is like, look, I don't think we're ever gonna eat each other, but there's a chance that we might have to. So if we give each other's massages, then we're gonna marble up the fat、right. in、yep. our in our bodies, and then、mm-hmm. if we do ever have to cook each other's meat,、uh, you know that the fat distribution will lead to a better tenderness and.、Uh, and when I say we cook it, I mean obviously just sear it on one side、mm. and quickly flip it over, sear it on the other side, just to seal in those juices because you don't want it like.、Mm-hmm. If you're gonna eat me, I just don't want you to eat me well done. Yeah, please come on.、Um, anyway, I don't want to get. Narking about this, anyway. Okay, so there's that.、Uh, then we got the、uh, the mobster HR. You know, there's、yeah. obviously has to be, has to be some systems in place, and probably more so、mm. uh, for you know, problem resolutions, but also well, for well, these kinds of 
highly, very hierarchical, power-based mm. organizations, there's a lot of potential for abuse of power, and that's the last thing that we would want, obviously. Absolutely. And we know that everybody is a little bit on edge and a bit, like, temperamental and things mm-hmm. like that. And so you have You're to all have... under a lot of pressure, we understand. <gasps> Absolutely. And so we have to have strong uh, policies and, 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 and frameworks in place for... Uh, de-escalation and things like that, yeah. right? This is, you know, obviously you don't fuck up. But also we want you to be able to feel safe enough to be able to make mistakes, Yeah, right? Because that's how we learn. That's how creativity mm. happens. But don't fuck up. But don't fuck up. <laughs> but if you do, we respect that. We respect that's that, fine. yeah. Uh, we got the patent office guy who just goes in and just lists things until he finds something that hasn't been done. Yeah. Uh, then we got the frantic sex guru, Fra- frantic, frantic sex guru, who, um, who does my favorite thing, which is invite people over to the, his house for lessons. Yep. Uh, and then we got the warlock sex magic guru, who's a guy who's, I guess, genuinely capable of summoning demons, but you know just can't get it together. It's sort of like, uh, a, you know, one of the a, cl- a clueless movie where there's the woman who. Uh, can set everyone else up on a date, but mm. can't sort out her own romantic life. Sure, right? Yeah. It's like that. It's a gur- it's a demon summoner who can control the forces of time and mm-hmm. space, rend reality in his image. Yeah, but he just can't sort out his own life or get his small business off the ground. Exactly, exactly. And he's just trying to s- scrape together just enough money to pay rent, or yeah. you know, just to get you know a couple of uh, burritos here and there. All he wants is a couple of burritos here and there. Here and there, right? If only he could get his demons to deliver him food. But he just can't. He just can't. Because he can't get no respect from them. So. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I was uh, I had a real good time today, Alistair. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for making Andy. the podcast. Thank you very much, Andy, for making the podcast. Andy, if you want to find me on the social media, yes, uh, you can go to at Alistair TB. You know what I will on Twitter and uh, um, Alistair, also if also, you want to find me, you yeah. can find me at Stupid Old Andy on Twitter. Right, and uh, you can also find us, Andy, at oh, Two yes. in Tank. Great. What if I want to don- donate to our Patreon, Alistair? Well, How can, can I do that? Well, you can go to patreon.com slash two in tank. Uh, and I will, for the next part, <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, I just remembered, but um, that you can, for $3, you can donate. Uh, you can donate. That's one of the things where we're now, now it's a new option. You can, and, and then there'll be, you can send in a three-word thing. We've forgotten to do it for the last two podcasts, but it's definitely worth your yeah. while and worth your $3. Yeah, yeah. We will use your three words to generate a sketch idea. Yeah, uh, and that will be next week. I will remember because we're about to record it right now. Don't tell people that, Alistair. Okay. You're destroying the timelines. Okay. And most importantly, we love, love you. you. Thank you so much for listening. Sophia Islam. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.